What's up? Waiting on all the people to get in here. Pull my notes up. Hey, 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 what's up, what's up? We getting started. We getting started waiting for everybody to get up in here. All right, all right, everybody get up in here. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Had a few people get in here. I'll explain to y'all what's going on. Had a few of y'all get in here. I'll explain to y'all what's going on, what we doing. If you haven't read about it, I appreciate you, Groove. You already know. And a few will get my mom in here. Um, just getting her set up and everything, getting ready to go. I'm just get a few more people in here and I'll get going, man. I want to thank y'all for joining me. Thank y'all for coming into my live series. Welcome to Ghosts and Lions, man. My hair look crazy. Need a barber. Marcus, where you at? PK, PK, my manager's in the building. My bro's in the building. We in here, man. Yeah, my mom will be here shortly. All right, I want to thank y'all for coming in. Welcome to Ghosts and Lions, man. Welcome to Ghosts and Lions. How are everybody doing today? It's my birthday, so I'm doing really well, you know. Uh, like I said, just going to wait for a couple more people to get in here. We're going to get going, man. My mom will be in here shortly. Um, so I'll tell you guys, uh, uh, you know, a little bit about what's going on here. Um, Goats and Lions is, is, is it's about greats. It's about beasts. It's about um, working hard to accomplish a goal. Um, what I'm going to be doing is I'll be talking to different guests weekly about being great, about being beasts, about people that are working towards being great and working towards being a beast. Um, I'll be I'll be interviewing different entertainers, mainly people that work in the field that are behind the scenes. But I figured who better to start with than the woman who birthed me. Uh, those that know, I've been acting for about 10, 11 years. I moved to L.A. 10 years ago to pursue a dream and uh, make that dream a reality. And um, and so that's that's what this is about, man, is it, looking to inspire as many people as I can. I feel like God blessed me with gifts and talents to share with the world, and that's what I'm doing. But I couldn't have did it without my mother. And uh, so just in a second here, we'll have her on, my, my awesome and amazing mother, Alexis Carter, uh, we got her all set up. She's actually going to be signed in under my brother, <laughs> but uh, we're going to get there because my brother right here. Um, so we're going to get her in here. Uh, and as people come in, you know, you just come in and keep going and, and we'll get started though. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Lou, get mommy on. Um, let's see. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and get mommy in here, man. Uh, once again, like I said, Ghosts and Lions is about the greats and the beasts. It's about working to be great, working to be a beast. Um, and uh, all of us are greats and beasts in our own right. But you just got to believe it. You just got to know it. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's a tough time right now with uh, with the coronavirus and everything, but that's all right. Because uh, everything is in God's time. The word says, and this too shall pass. And uh, this will definitely pass. So here we go. Um, if you want to have has questions, go ahead. Ask questions. Uh, we're getting my mom in here right now, uh, ready to go. Um, and I just want to welcome you guys once again. Thank you. And here we go. My mother, ladies and gentlemen, I give you guys Alexis Carter, uh, the awesome and amazing, the woman who birthed me into this world. How you doing today, mama? Hey, son. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's everything going on your end? Absolutely great. Awesome. 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 So um, first of all, we're just going to start off. 
uh, once again, I told, I told them about what this is, lions, and, well, goats and lions. Um, but, and then I was telling them how I wanted to start with my mother because you're the person who brought me into this world. Thank God for you. I couldn't have chose a better mother. And I appreciate you. And then what better day to start than my actual birthday? It's ironic that it worked out this way, but yeah. God has a way of doing things. And so uh, to start off, I just want you to talk a little bit about yourself. Um, tell the people who you are. And, um, and then, I, you know, I'll throw some questions here and there after you, and uh, we'll just have a conversation. And, and I pray that, that somebody is inspired and somebody learns something and grows, uh, grows a little bit more from this. So ladies and gentlemen, I give you uh, Alexis Carter. Oh, wow. Awesome song. I think this is a great day, too, because it is your birthday. Yes, ma'am. Um, so, well, you know who I am. I'm a Carter, your mom. <laughs> and I'm thankful for this opportunity to be able to share with you. Yes, um, yes. Something about me other than I'm the mother of four, yes. seven children and you Come the first on, one. <laughs> first of all, let's give it up for my mom being the mother of seven children. That's a blessing <laughs> in itself, you know. Uh, that's I, I appreciate you. I think we, me and all my siblings can say we appreciate you for just being a great mom and uh, and continuing to succeed no matter what the adversity that comes your way. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start with you is because we're talking about being a goat, which is the greatest of all time. And we're talking about being a lion, which is a beast, which is also my logo because you guys named me after my father, which is Llewellyn, which means lion-like. And um, mm -hmm. and so I, I couldn't have started with a better beast to me, uh, a better goat to me than my mother, um, because you are truly an example of a beast. I've watched you continue to grind and make things happen, which is why I am incapable of quitting. Um, and I and I, you know, I ask you a question to tell people what is it that you do? Okay, all right, so. Right now, uh, I am the administrator of I Am Companion Home Care, which Amen. is a home care agency that the Lord blessed me with a few years ago. I mean, as a matter of fact, on the 28th was our five years from having our ribbon cutting. Everybody put some craps so, in here for five years for my mom and her own company. Yeah. Five years. Let's see some claps, man. <laughs> so uh, that's very exciting. Although, I mean, I had challenges, but it's been an amazing journey. Um, and actually, I would say the challenges was really not much because it was a, it was smooth. And the reason I believe it was smooth because of God. God gave me the business. He gave me the idea. He connected me to all the right people to get it going. And because of my passion to be able to help others, I love helping others. Um, and, and our tagline is with a heart to serve because as we know, helping others, you got to have a heart to serve. You got to want to do it. So I'm, a, I'm excited about that. And every time I see, well, I would say this the first time that I signed the check, I, I couldn't believe that that's my name on the check. Like, oh my uh, God, I yeah, just signed yes, the check. You know, okay, yes. I'm, I'm helping to change people's lives, uh, yes. which is something I wanted to do with my life. You okay. use my gifts and testimony. Uh, testimony to help others so awesome. it's, it's an amazing journey can, can i now, ask you mm -hmm. go ahead, before before you continue on mom i wanted to ask you why do why did you choose to do this or, or why do you do this um at all as far as you know home care um could you tell the people that are watching like why you chose <clears throat> to do it well because it's a great service 
Well, and, and I'm going to go here because I didn't know that I was going to have my own business. I started off being an aide when I was, uh, uh, I'm going to say maybe 21, 22 years old. I uh, became a nursing assistant while I was still going to Hampton University and uh, just on, on my path to try to get to wherever it was that I was going. And for me at the time, it was survival. It was like, I need ed education. I want to get out of poverty. So this is what I felt was my ticket out is, of course, education. And so I, I got into that field. And, uh, and I guess because I had the passion to help others. And I would say that goes back to when I grew up as a little girl, helping my grandmother and my aunts, you know, helping them clean it look cleaning up cutting cutting the nails <laughs> doing eyebrows things of that nature just having the heart to serve so I guess that was in me all the time and uh, when it got to the place of coming to the agency my girlfriend Marcella and I have been working on a nonprofit and coming up with a looking for a name for that and our nonprofit is I Am Community Resources. So when I felt the heaviness that the Lord was leading me towards the agency, this is after I had been working as an aide, working in a nursing home, doing home care, and then started working privately for families. And during this course of time, um, I met so many different people that encouraged me to have the agency. Uh, and one in particular was uh, Lady Lorraine Austin, who's on my board. She's great. I, I remember telling her about it and she said, Alexis, oh yes, that would be awesome. So one thing after another, connected to the right people. And here we are uh, with I Am Companion Home Care, which is uh, Alexis and Marcella starting out. But when we looked at it, it's God, the great I Am. Amen. <laughs> He gave Amen. me the, the business, and surely he's making a way for us to continue in the business and uh, to prosper, to be a blessing to other people, providing a great service, helping girls with jobs. And it also gives me an opportunity to share my testimony when needed, to be able to encourage them that they can change their lives. I was once in their place. I, I had an opportunity to do that last week with the young lady. And letting her know, I, I know what it's like. I was you. I, I was a single mother. I wanted to do something different. And I was blessed to be able to go to college. And I'm thankful for uh, Hampton University and the people who were there over the years that helped me to be able to accomplish my goal of getting my bachelor's degree. And then I got my master's degree. And, of course, and now having the home care agency and just trying to do the best we can in the spirit of excellence, providing Amen. a great service. And helping Amen. people with jobs, just changing lives. That's what we exist to do. That's a part of my mission that we exist to make a genuine difference in the lives of the families we serve. And That's it's not great. just our clients, but also the staff. That's great. That's great. Well, I, you know, I want to go back to you as a little girl. Mm -hmm. You mentioned how you started with cutting nails and, and just, you know, helping <laughs> your grandmother's nails. Um I want you to go back to us for us as a little girl and kind of give us your journey up until up until you became a parent and around in there. Just kind of talk to us about what it's been like for you to grow up uh, wow. coming from Florida, going to Virginia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so on and so forth. Just tell us a little bit about your journey and what you would like yeah. to share with other people. Ooh. That's a, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's OK. Um, that's OK. We got the time. Mama. We being got the time. A, Little girl, uh, I grew up in a two-parent home. I was taught right. I was uh, taught about God, 
and which is I'm, something I'm very thankful for because it was the foundation that was laid that I was able to build upon even after making poor decisions and bad choices along with mistakes. Um, when I was in high school, I said, oh, I want to be a nurse. But I lost the focus, of course, of doing that. And um, having you at 16 and being able to say, okay, where do I go from here? I, I wanted to go to college. Uh, and I got accepted to lots of colleges. I had done well in school, not the best, but I did well enough to go, you know, get accepted, but figuring out how to do that. And I was really blessed with going to a community college where I um, had a lady that helped me and to kind of lead me and guide me a little bit in, the, in about financial aid. So coming up here with your dad, when he came to Hampton University, I later came and, um, we living here, of course, it was a big struggle because I was away from family and then making some bad decisions again, trying to figure it out and still wanting to go to college. And I got accepted. But life circumstances, you know, uh, and distractions. And tell us some of tell us focus. tell us about some of those life, those life, uh, life. Uh, well, I guess we just call them adversity. Some of those things that took place. Tell them about now, them. I, mean, well, I was there. Well, starting with starting with having a place to live. You know, yeah. when I first came here, your father got me into a rooming house uh, with other ladies on LaSalle Avenue. And I stayed there. Uh, um, then he got me into, a, you know, with someone else. So being in that situation where you don't have money, you don't have a lot of resources, you don't have friends, you got to get to know people. Because I, I came to a place where I didn't have any family. Yeah. You know, I didn't have friends, so I had to uh, get meet people, try to figure it out, uh, then getting involved in the system, uh, applying for food stamps and Medicaid uh, to help me along the way. Um, um, I was just sharing with somebody recently how when I was pregnant with your brother, I didn't go to the doctor until I was about six months going to the health clinic, mm. and I met a girl at the bus stop who she and I have been friends since that time. And that was in 1987. I had gotten an apartment with your grandmother and dad helped me get an apartment. We had nothing in it, no furniture, nothing. We used to be outside looking when people got put out. We were looking out there trying to see if it's something we could get to put in the apartment to use. And uh, when I met her, she was in a situation where she didn't have a place to stay and she had furniture. I mean, mm. so, so we were at a bus stop, started talking, both pregnant. Look and at God. I said, okay, well, you can come live with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she said, okay, I'll come live with you. And she came to live with me. <laughs> and we've been friends ever since. It was a struggle, but uh, I would say that's was 32, 33 years ago or something My like goodness. that. And, uh, and it's amazing that even she has a, a business too in Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. But uh, the experiences like that or being involved in a system where my first experience with uh, racism of uh, social workers and things of that nature is I had a social worker who kept denying me the service, kept denying me the service. And I knew that she was wrong. I knew I knew I met the criteria. And um, you, on the, when you get the letter of denial, it says that you can call legal aid. So mm -hmm. I called legal aid and I ended up getting a lawyer to help me. And um, 
her, her name was Diane Carter at the time. At the time, I wonder where she is today. But anyway, so uh, hey, Diane, <laughs> doing that, doing that process, we were we went to court with social services mm -hmm. because they kept denying me the service, and and the lady would say, "Oh, you have a man living with you. You have this. You have that." No. Because, of course, now, back in the days, it was okay for you to, uh, when it was for others to have, to be dependent on the system, it was for them. But when it came around for us, it was, you had to be separated from your children's fathers. You couldn't have a man living in a house with you. They used to do home visits. They used to come and see what was going on in your home. So, um, but I was awarded the service at that time. They saw that my paperwork was right. They saw that she had done an injustice. And um, they asked me, well, did it anything that I have to say? And I said, no, I had nothing to say other than her being removed from my case because mm -hmm. I knew she looked at me as I was just every other black girl that's pregnant and that mm -hmm. I'm not wanting anything with my life. So that was a, and I've had two occasions like that when I was receiving services where the social worker was against me in some way, one white and one black. So you can never say how it is, but having those types of struggles being um i think we've talked about it before me pushing the groceries home and being pregnant and walking in bedroom slippers or so for for all the moms that are that are out here i want you guys to um uh my mother uh, and i'm a little bit biased because she's my mother you're my mother and i and i can be biased but it's 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 warranted because i've seen you Go from struggle to 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 a business owner. I've seen mm -hmm. you go from um, where we had to carry uh, those laundry bags, the laundry bag, the that's big right. white laundry bags. That's right. We had to carry them to the laundromat. That's to right. now, you know, we're able to get on planes and go um, to to places which we were just talked about around Christmas, a blessing to be able to go as a family to mm -hmm. one destination and enjoy that. Um, how would you say though those type of experiences helped you to continue to push forward? Like, how mm. would you say those type of, um, I guess you would say disappointments right. or, or, or letdowns help you just to continue on no matter what? Because there are moms out here who are struggling, who, who may not even have had it as bad or may have it worse than you, right. um, right. worse than you had it, that, that may need to kind of, I don't know, get some type of inspiration or understanding um, in situations like those. I think the one thing is having that one decision, which was for me, was yes, I'm in poverty right now, but I don't, I'm not going to continue to be. Or I can't change the fact, like I used to tell you, I can't change the fact that I'm a black woman, you know, but I can change being educated or and putting myself in a position where I will not continue to be in poverty. So in those times, in the moment, you feel really bad. You just think you're not going to make it. But that, that choice that you made of I'm not going to stay like this. That's right. And you're looking at your children and you're saying, like for me, one day my children are going to grow up. They're going to be grown. What will I be doing? You know, how am I going to, what am I going to be doing? How am I going to take care of myself? That was a push for me. Um, and I told you and your brothers once before that if I had, would have wallowed in my sorrow, so to speak, thought about all the things that I couldn't do, and all the bad decisions and choices that I made, I wouldn't have been able to raise y'all. So I looked at it as statistics says that these boys, black boys, you know, 
born in poverty going to turn out to be this way. So what can I do to keep that from happening to me no matter what's going on, what my circumstances are? You know, we've lived in public housing two times. And I remember the last place we lived in Aqueduct and your brother was in the Talented and Gifted program. And they, he was one of, I think, four Blacks that was chosen for a particular program and to be interviewed. And when the man talked to me, he, he didn't know we lived in public housing. Mm. He, he didn't know anything. So when he talked to me and I revealed that, he said, ma'am, your son doesn't exhibit any of the behavior, the basic behavior that we've seen that would say coming from these circumstances. Mm -hmm. And what is it that you're doing? And I told him, I said, well, sir, it doesn't matter where you live. It matters what you're doing inside your home. That's that right. Even training. I, I, I didn't want y'all to turn out to be, you know, in the street, as I would tell you, or in That's jail, right. or dead right. because you were in the street or in jail. And I was willing to do whatever I had to do to keep that from happening. Now, did I make bad decisions and choices along the way? Yes, I did. I did. Did I do anything, everything right? No, I didn't. But I, I learned from it. I learned about myself. I learned from my bad decisions and choices. And I, I wanted better. And I was willing to do whatever it took to find out better with, you know, connecting to the teachers at school, asking questions. Or, or, or how about this? Taking my kids to school. That's right. That's right. Because so we've been, been in class, class with, with me. Tyra yeah. has been to class with me. Tyra, I mean, I've been in class with Tyra in her little carrier at the floor with my foot knocking on it because <laughs> I'm in there. So uh, walking, you and I used to walk to Hampton University from LaSalle Avenue. Your brother would get picked up by the daycare van and you and I would set out on our journey walking so I could go to class. So, um, and it would be times that I had to stop and then go back, stop and go back. But I just didn't I, I, the end was, I know I could get this college degree. I got to get this college education. I, I got to change my life. This can't be the end for me. And I would say that for any person. You know, well, I just told a girl the other day, you're not a quitter. Because if That's you right. were, you wouldn't be in here talking to me. That's so, right. Quitting is, as we know, is not an option. That's I right. I got to get not to an this option. end goal. And even in this, I have not reached where... I want to be, so to speak, mm -hmm. where I am. This mm -hmm. is this is just a, a part of my journey. Just the tip of the iceberg. On the way, because still using the gifts and talents that the Lord has given me Amen. to be a blessing to my family and the others, which is which is what you want to do. Like I told y'all, all that is left for me to do is to fulfill my purpose, my destiny that God has for me. However <laughs> that is, just using what has happened, my testimony, my life, what I'm doing now, to be a blessing to other people and first being my family and to others. So I, I can't quit because like I told my classmate today, we are all on a journey now, but preparing for afterlife. So mm -hmm. when, when we leave here, when Alexis that's inside this body leaves, what will be left to be said about me? So right now you're, we're writing our eulogy, we're writing our obituary, and what type of legacy do we want to leave behind? And for me, that legacy that I want to leave outside of, you know, yes, she had seven children and she had a college degree, but she was a blessing to her children. She helped other people. You know, I, I want the I want the financial, I want the words, I want that yes. I loved and indeed yes. and in word, you know Amen. what I'm saying? Yes, so ma'am. It can continue to be a, a generation of blessings for my family and for other people yeah you have um truly been an example of determination 
Yes. Um, truly an example of, of the not quit, never going to give up attitude, which I'd say, and I don't even have to ask the question, I'm making a statement that, that you have the go-getter, not going to quit mentality and attitude, um, and which has been instilled in not only me, but all of my siblings. I believe that we just don't know how to quit. I often tell people that I, I'm a product of my environment, but I'm a product of my household. Mm -hmm. That um, And you use that example being that when people not even knowing what type of environment that we were growing up in or that we were living in uh, based on the, on the teachings that we had from you as our parent mm -hmm. um, and being able to, to navigate life in that manner. And I, I just want to take a moment to say thank you. Uh, that uh, I appreciate That's you. I, think we, oh, I love you too. I think that we all appreciate you, you know, and that is one of the reasons also why I wanted to share you with, with <laughs> the internet, so to speak, with the rest of the world um, so they can get a glimpse at, into the woman that you are and the woman that is my mother um, and, and not just a mother, but just an awesome, awesome, awesome woman of God oh, and just an awesome, you, awesome, awesome woman in, in general. Um, and, and now you, you touched on, on going to school. I want to kind of go back to that, that period of time because, you know, there was, there was parts where you were uh, um, going to school while we were young. And then there were parts where you were in college at the same time as me. Um, That's right. Which, you know, I haven't completed my degree, but you have and went on to get your master's. Yeah. So kind of talk about your experience um, in getting your education. You, you, uh, and uh, from the time of having young children to even having older children and still having young children, because being in the fact that there were seven of us, well, mm -hmm. there are seven of us, you know, there was still a period in time while you were finishing that some of the children were still young. Could you just give us a glimpse into your education that period and time for you? Mm. Well, I, I would say, you know, but there were periods of time where I thought I was ready and I wasn't ready. Mm. You know, um, I, was, I wasn't as focused as I should have been. And, uh, and then along with having those life challenges of deciding, am I going to go back to school or do I have to um, wait uh, or not making the grades? You know, I, I, when I talk to other people, I say, I know what it's like to, I messed up. I didn't get the grade, so now I'm on academic probation. I got to go back, and I got to write a letter, got to write, get my GPA up. So, I, And I remember that last experience of that was in around 2000, um, having Tyra. And I had, uh, my GPA was a 1.9. Mm. And I went to see the provost. It was for a summer session. And I went to see the provost. And she please let me in. I'm determined. I got to raise my GPA so I can get the financial aid to move forward. And I had calculated that if I get an A in these classes, that's going to give me what I needed. And, and, and it was. And I had, um, I had a family that I had worked for who had some friends. And they were willing to pay for my summer class so that I would be able to get that grade and be able to get my fin financial aid to move forward. And that did happen for me. So I, I worked and, and kept going, worked and kept going. And uh, of course, and I, was, and I was able to graduate 2007. And I had a, a great friend, it's like a brother to me. He was over my de department, the psychology department, Dr. Adolph Brown the third. And uh, shout out Adolph. Yeah, shout out to Uncle Adolph. Um, 
And he encouraged me a lot. He, he really did. I spoke with him last night because at a meeting at church, my pastor, she is now my pusher. And she said, Alexis, you got to get going. What are you going to do about this spiritual, about speaking? And, and I need a speaker sheet next week. Because <laughs> uh, that's something that I know that I've been destined to do, but I kept running from. Yeah. Which is, and saying, oh, I don't want to talk in front of people. I don't want to do this. But those two together, I believe, will push me into that place. But anyway, um, going back to that experience with school, I had a lot of support at Hampton University. I love it. I love Hampton University. And it's not the Shout out Hampton University. There, it gave me my op that opportunity to uh, complete my degree. And uh, things improved for me over the time. So like you said, y'all were young. It was time that I was going, then I wasn't going. Then, but that last go around, when I made it back in and got myself together, got things together, I was able to complete my bachelor's degree in psychology in 2007. And see, now, hold on. Before you go on there, because I want people to know, you weren't originally a psychology major. I was not. You went to school as a nursing major, I correct? Was. I was. I was in school as a nursing major. I made mm -hmm. it up to the, the third year, my junior year, had my pending and everything, and I lost focus. Having mm -hmm. hanging out with my friends. Like mm -hmm. I told y'all, that's that that's how I know it's easy to do. Because mm -hmm. then you, you don't meet the criteria anymore. So I had mm -hmm. messed up and it was now what are you gonna do? But I had a great academic advisor mm -hmm. who um when I went to see her. She said, okay, Alexis, she looked at everything. She looked at my credits. I had so many. She said, we're transferring all of your credits over to psychology and you're getting a degree in psychology. And I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and that's how that, that's how that happened because I had, I, I took responsibility for my actions. I, I, was, I was distracted. I wasn't focused on a particular class I was in and I didn't pass. I think I got a D in that class. And that mm -hmm. took me out of the nursing program. And uh, that's why I talk to people so much about being focused. And, and yes, it's not that you can't do a particular thing. Your circumstances might not be there for you at that time. And you can wait and do it another time. But when you're in it, just continuing to be focused. And, and that taught me something. Okay, that taught me something in that because I messed up. I missed out on this opportunity that I thought I had that I was going to be a nurse. And now it's like, what am I going to do? It was like, what yes. am I going to do? And having her to help me through that said, okay, now you can't keep making these type of choices or decisions. You got to be focused. You got to be serious. Life is choice driven. It's about choice right. and decisions, exposure, you know, making informed decisions, getting all the right information. So all of those things uh, that happened with me with going to school, with being a single mother, with uh, trying to work. I was telling somebody, I didn't even really work a job until Langston was about two years old. You know, it was not like I couldn't afford to work. I, I, I was home you, you trying to go to school, looking for daycare, using the system. So these things helped me be the way I am today about I'm passionate about giving people the right information. Because uh, you, you have to have a, make an informed decision. And in order to do that, you have to have all the information necessary. Uh, and sometimes people don't give us the right information. So, you know, I would say all of these things with helping me with getting a degree and being the woman that I am today. And I, and I know you want to talk about me uh, going right into getting my master's after that. And, yeah, that's uh, actually, yeah, you took, yeah. you must be my mom. Yeah, that's, that's, I was just about yeah, to say, yeah, so yeah. talk, and, and, talk and, to me about going it, from there to your master's. even in that, 
I uh, was afraid of what I was going to be doing. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be, I'm going to have to write lots of papers and I couldn't type. So you remember that I made sure you all took typing classes <laughs> so you would know how to type so you wouldn't be in the situation that I was in having to get help for that. Um, and and y'all had lots of friends that have typed for me and <laughs> your brothers have typed for me. I've written out a lot of papers and had them typed. So <laughs> when I made that decision, I think Langston was in uh, 200 Black Men and there was a, uh, he was participating in an event and he had met a couple that um, he was working with and they worked with me on my entrance, the letter for the um, graduate school. And when I got in, I was like, man, okay, uh, all right, I can do it, I guess. You know, you have the mm -hmm, reservations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but my first, this is, gonna, this is really good right here because the first class I had was with Dr. Sandra Cherry. And okay. I sat down and she was going over the syllabus and everything. And at the end of class, I got up and I went to her and I said, ma'am, I'm sorry. I think I'm in the wrong class. I, I don't think I'm prepared for this. I, I need to do a, a class that's not, you know, <laughs> I don't have this much work. This is too much. And she said, oh, no, uh-uh, you're going to stay in this class. That's that right. Place. And it was uh, ironic that she would end up being the one to do my ribbon cutting for my business. Wow. Um, wow. She had become a, a councilwoman then, uh, now. And so she was my first teacher. She taught many cl classes that I uh, took in the graduate program for my counseling degree. And I got my master's in community agency counseling. Uh, you know, just things falling into place. And you don't know what is going to happen, but you know that if you're on the road to doing something good, I believe things fall into place, the doors open, and you're able to do uh, the things that you're supposed to be doing. But it was really great that I took classes with her. I did counseling with her. I sat in her office many a days going over my situation and circumstances. And after I graduated in 2011, and in 2014 is when I did my application and, and everything for the uh, home care agency. 2015 had the ribbon cutting and Dr. Sandra Cherry was the one to speak. And she, it was good because she was able to speak about me, not just business, but knowing me personally. That's and right. That was, That's a, right. that was just an awesome experience. And <laughs> we didn't know that was going to happen. No. And that's that's just amazing and beautiful. I, I feel like everything truly does happen for a reason. It happens the way it's supposed to be. Um, God is in control of our lives, and we continue to let him lead us and guide us, and things will work Absolutely. out accordingly. And just like you kind of mentioned, I often tell people, um, you never really uh, stumble across anything if you're not walking that direction already. Mm -hmm. um, uh, now, in between going from your master's to... Uh, well, I mean, after getting your master's, up until opening the business, having a ribbon cut, ribbon cutting, excuse me, what were you doing in that point? I was working. I worked as a, I, I worked in my field actually. Um, and first, I worked for an organization in Virginia Beach, and of course, uh, my other son Alfie is your best friend was instrumental in that because I he had some brothers that had business over there. So I started doing intensive in home with young with young people and then from there i got uh 
uh, I don't know who I met, but met someone who told me about agape counseling and therapeutic services. So I got hired there and I was, I worked there. That's where I was working. But even at the same time, I was still arranging private care. Mm. I still had clients, people who needed services that they would call me. And even though I didn't work there, I arranged it. So I was arranging care. I would be the one to go to meet with the families and see what their needs were. I would call all the ladies, the girls together, make up the schedule, do the invoicing. I didn't get paid for it because I knew that the people needed the care and the ladies needed work. And that's something I have been doing for a long time. So it's amazing that the Lord will bless me with something that I profit from that I have done for free. Because mm -hmm. I have taken care of people for free. I have arranged the service for free because I loved it. And I wanted the, the ladies to have work, you know. So that is a blessing that I was able to, that I'm able to do that. Yeah, you truly are a blessing and have been a blessing to a, lot, a number of people. A lot of people don't know, but you've helped a lot of people get into school mm -hmm. and, you know, just maneuver through life, uh, being parents and just helping people in general. Well, and you mentioned this a little bit, it, um, being your passion. Why would you say you have such a passion for helping other people, especially women? Uh, because of my circumstances. I would say my situation, the things that I've gone through, uh, good and bad. So I want to be able to help somebody else to do better than me, to not have to go through the same type of things. You know, maybe, maybe if with information that I have, I can give you the information that cut some time off, you know, <laughs> not taking so long to get That's that right. degree or figure out what it is you want to do or having the fear, the fear that, oh, that you can't do it. So I want to say, no, you can do it because if I can do it, that's right. And with my situation and circumstances and children, God did it for me. He can do it for you. He has no respect to person. And, just, and that's also why I be telling people, I've seen my mama do some stuff. So I I know, I know that, it, I mean, and like you said, you never know. Somebody's situations may be worse than yours. It could be yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. you look at certain circumstances and how people continue to thrive, and fight through and muster up the strength to continue on that that you can't tell me that it's not possible to me mm -hmm. there's nothing that's impossible especially with god um, and, and and you are truly an example of that and i, I wanted to ask you this question oh, oh unless you want to continue on with that i had a question for you um so you tell me if you want to continue oh no what's question. the question go ahead son well, my question is, um, I, I was talking to you about this before we got on, on the live, uh, about success. Mm -hmm. and, and, I, um, and I think it might have been the first time I shared this with you. I'm not sure. But I, years ago, I researched success. And uh, the, the definition I had come to was that when you find something that you love and that you enjoy and you continue to work at it, that is a, a, a definition of success. You continue to work at it and be great at it and, and to, to just, you know, do, do it, to just do it. Yeah. Um, what would you consider success or what does success mean to you? Hmm. I would say success means to me... Um, Using my gifts and talents to make a difference in the lives of others, my family, uh, reaching one goal after another, you know, achieving this first thing. So I was successful at completing my degree. So that was one thing. 
and then another one. That was another thing. And even uh, now, having the business is not that I'm such a ride, but I'm grateful for the business. I'm grateful to be able to help other people, with the employees and the clients, and um, not and not to be in, in, in debt in the business, not to be in a position where we've had to borrow to pay payroll. Everybody gets paid every two weeks. Um, so success for me is li living my purpose and, and yes. not that it's I've arrived again. You know, I'm still work in progress. It's still ongoing, but grateful for where I am today, enjoying the journey and looking forward to what it's going to be, whatever it is that God has for me. I, I feel this, 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 this is it. Um, it's not That's about awesome. a certain amount of money for me for success yes. or not about yes. status. I'm not, I, I don't, I don't have to have a title. I'm not a title person. I just want to do the right thing. So living the life as I'm living and, and learning and growing and moving forward and being able to use my gifts and talents to help other people is, is great to me, you know, to raise, awesome. to raise my children. Um, that's been amazing. It's amazing. That's awesome. amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what are what are your goals for the next five years? Like, what what are your goals, and, and what are you doing to achieve them? Oh, so what are my goals for the next five years? Well, I know one thing is I'm gonna I'm gonna write the book that I've been saying I was gonna write forever that we that I already have the title for. <laughs> I got to get that. I got to get that done. Um, yes. And. Uh, I would say that's one personal goal of mine is being able to write that book about my journey, um, getting getting that out there to maybe help somebody else who is like like me, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Continuing to focus on the business and add to the business. Right now, we're adding a component with our um, nonprofit to include things like career choices, my, uh, financial management, things of that nature, things that I struggle with along yes. the way so i want to be able to offer that as a benefit to my to the, my staff and to other people um uh, one other goal i guess seeing that your brother is graduating from high school and moves on to college so he is the last one so trying to last one that yes baby tyrell yes as far as uh getting out of high school is concerned he should graduate next year um what about your house Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Building a house. <laughs> so we are getting ready to build a house. My first house that I would say that the Lord blessed me to be able to have. That is really exciting. Amen. Uh, looking at the plans was amazing. Yes, I, I yes. was, I'm in such an uh, awe. <laughs> People would probably say this lady is in awe all the time. I mean, but really, <laughs> every, I tell I, say that on a regular basis like me this is amazing what an amazing journey god is so good you know can you believe it i have a vehicle that's in good condition that i don't have to worry about or now getting ready to be able to have a house you know a home that my whole family would be able to come to it could be a refuge for them i'm excited about that and uh and another opportunity to go on a vacation with all of you all we, we love that so that's another yes, goal within the next five years that we will do that. But we're looking now, to be able to start building that house this year. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. After Corona I, is over. 
Well, yes, man. We're going <laughs> to wrap up here shortly. I just have a few more questions I want to ask you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and before I, I ask you some other questions in reference to, to, to your children, a uh, great segue, first of all, is how does it feel to be a mother of seven children? Uh, this is a two-part question. Okay. So I'm a, okay. I said, how does it feel to be a mother of seven children, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then, no, I'm going to just leave it there. I want you to answer that question. I'm going to just leave it there. How does it feel um, to be a mother of seven children? Sometimes it's unbelievable. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, I've said that before. I would be like, I can't believe I have seven children. Mm -hmm. And especially with in the time when you're making the crazy decisions and stuff and not thinking about the responsibility of it is it's, it's ridiculous that's why i tell people i just told your brother today nobody made me ha uh, have seven children i was irresponsible th these times but i'm grateful because i took the responsibility to say i'm going to love my children i'm going to raise my children and i'm trying to do the right things and teach them so um it that has been an amazing journey watching all of you grow up to do your individual things, your use your gifts and talents, you being in entertainment. You know, I love watching you. I love watching you do what you do in your element on TV or on the video or when somebody is telling me about it. So I, I really love that you being my firstborn. And uh, of course, even with the circumstances of me having you during that time, because as I told you before, you were born dead. You know, um, you during childbirth, the umbilical cord was wrapped around your neck. Uh, it was nothing they could do. It was not like emergency C-section was could be done at that time. And um, I remember you being just purple, blue all over, not breathing. The nurse, they they doing everything trying to get you going. And um, a nurse was coming with the oxygen, and she dropped it. So it was no longer sterile to be used. And it was this little old red-haired nurse that grabbed some golf, put it across your face, started doing CPR, and left the room with you. So to see you, you know, watch you all the time growing up, amazing, amazing, amazing. I am so grateful to God because I knew that you had purpose. You still, you have purpose. It's, he got something great for you. So then, and I'm excited about that. And then, of course, your brothers and sisters, you know, Lou doing what he does, going to college, playing basketball, um, now being a teacher, being a basketball coach, having a family. He's doing a great job. Langston being in the uh, Navy, and now uh, he's getting ready to get married. <laughs> so I get to on and on, you know, Tyler working her way on and. Tyron being an engineer in school, everybody is doing something, they're progressing, and it might not be what I think it should be or what I want them to be doing right now, and I understand that because we all have our own individual journey. You get, you got your journey for the purpose and the destiny that God has for you. So I look at it as I, I am honored, and you know I've said it before, I'm honored to be the mother of seven great children. And I always tell you all that there's greatness in you because God made you great, and I'm expecting you to do great things. And I, I just can't wait to see 10 years from now what everybody's doing. And not that I, I would say, because this is the fruit of my labor. Yeah. <laughs> Being uh, 
being that I, you know, chose that I wasn't going to quit and give up. So That's to right. see you guys is amazing. It's amazing right now. And I'm just looking forward to what it's going to be in the future. I, I don't think I would change anything. I'm just yes. I'm grateful to be the mother of seven children and to be working in my business. Um, I, earlier, it was like, with, even with the success of the business, it, 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 it can be done. It can be done. It can be done. We're doing it. We're doing it You're a living testimony. Yeah. You're a living testimony that it can be done. It can be done. And nothing, it doesn't matter what happens. It Mm -mm. doesn't matter the things along the way. It doesn't matter the the hardship. That's right. It doesn't matter because it can be done. It can be done. All part of the journey. That's that's right. The the perseverance. That's right. the, The work ethic. That's you know right. the determination, the That's tenacity. Right. You, That's right. Coming all from that, just all in one, just continuing to move forward, being a catalyst. You know, be a mover and a shaker. We can That's do right. any. We can do anything if once we yeah. make our mind up. And I have had to learn that myself over the years because I wasn't always thinking like that. You know, so mm-hmm. I, my faith has increased over the years. My my mm-hmm. confidence has increased over the years. That's right. Why, looking at me because it didn't start out that I wanted this great thing. It started out I was trying to survive. I was yes. trying to change my life. You know, yes. this world of survival, and then not even knowing that I was helping other people. I didn't, you know, I didn't know people were learning from me at the time. You know, so. Yeah, that's why you're great. That's why that, that's why you're a beast. That's why I had to have you on the first episode of Goats and Lions, because you are an example of a goat and a lion. And I appreciate you. I love you so much. Thank you. And I want to take a moment and shout out my siblings, Leishan Radford, Langston Radford, Tyler Hodges, Tyron Hodges, and baby Tyrell. Mm -hmm. I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. And I, I, I couldn't be who I am without you all, along with our mother. And I miss my father so much. Yeah. And uh, and I want to say, uh, I want to ask you, before we wrap up, the last couple questions, as I continue on with my series, Goats and Lions, and I talk to more, I'll be geared towards more more entertainers and people in the entertainment field. And you did mention a little bit uh, as far as having um, me as your child in this field uh, and, and enjoying watching, you know, I, I, I like to ask, as as my mother, Right. I've been acting that my first time getting paid to act was uh, 11 years ago because of you. <laughs> you saw the casting for the, for the box. Yeah. Um, in the newspaper. And you told me to, to go ahead and do it. And I go to the hotel and I book it. And we've been on this journey. And I say we because you've been right there with me before. Shout out to pay my manager who's in here before there was ever a pay. I have my mom, or I continue to have my mom. Even she'd be like, you know, we got to talk to your mom, tell your mom, da, da, da. And you've been my momager. <laughs> um, how, how has it been for you as the mother of an entertainer um, along with me on this journey? Yeah. I, I, I can say it's been, it's been exciting. I've been learning because I don't, didn't know anything about entertaining, you know, and you being involved in it from that, from you, um, doing the fashion shows at Hampton University, being in the magazine, you know, just 
wanted to and some use, people don't know I was in magazines yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Y'all don't yeah. know. Yeah, wanted to use your gifts and talents. It's just been amazing watching you. It's been, I've been learning. And I think I would tell, uh, would say that, because you helped me grow up. You helped me to be a better mother because of me having to raise you and uh, help push you because I wanted you to do do what you, not just do what you're destined to you, but you know, destined to be, but do better than me. Because that's been the only thing I would always say. I want y'all. You're very challenging. <laughs> not so, not so, not so. <laughs> because you have your journey. Yours That's right. Your, your, your brothers and I mean each one of you have your own journey. So, uh, the I would always say it's been amazing watching you. I like watching you. I love it that you're my son, I, and I get excited about it. And every time I go to the Marriott, I'm always saying, "Oh yeah, my son is." <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the Boy Boy TV channel, you get to see it. <laughs> you know that's that's been exciting. Um, and just and watching you persevere, watching you never not quit, not watching you feel like you can't give up on your goals, your dreams, and you you're having the determination to do what you feel that you're supposed to be doing. You're passionate about it, and um, I, I I love that. I'm thankful for it. Thankful that God made you the way He made you, and I'm excited about the things that you're gonna be doing, things you are doing, and, and for your future. Yeah. I want to thank you. Um, thank you for never giving up on me. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't nothing I wouldn't say to you when it's just me and you. That's right. I um right. I, I appreciate you for, for not allowing me to quit. I appreciate you for helping me along the way. Um, you've instilled certain things in me that I hold on to each and every day. Uh, you're the reason mainly, aside from my child, why I won't quit. That's right. That's <laughs> um, right. You, that's right. Your kids you, make you not quit. That's right. And you yeah. give me a, a different type of fight. And I and I just I, I love you so much. I'm in awe of you each and every day. Although I don't Thank get to you, see son. you and talk to you all the time. I just appreciate you. Yeah. Um yeah, and, and you're great. You're awesome. You're wonderful. And um I thank God for you. And like I started, I I, I couldn't have ask God for a better mother. I really couldn't. And thank I, you so and much. Thank you. And before we go, I just want to ask you, how was this experience? It's a great oh. experience. <laughs> I guess mm. part of coming out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Getting out, yeah. Of my yeah. out of my comfort yes. zone. Because uh, every nobody knows, everybody assumes that I like uh, being on a camera or talking in front of people. And as we know, I don't like doing it. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. this has been a great experience. Um, it's what we have to do. It's a part of our destiny of helping others and allowing God to use us for mm -hmm. his purpose, for the kingdom, to be a blessing to other people. It's been Amen. a great experience. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the, the continuation of the live events and the people that you're going to have uh, here. And I'm grateful for you thinking so much of me to choose me to be the first mm -hmm. guest. That's it. That's exciting. I love it. You're the best. The, the respect and honor that you've always had for me, you know, I'm grateful for. Mm, it's yeah. a testament of how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And um, I just want to say thank you. Everybody that joined in, I really appreciate you. Oh, yes. Thank um, you, guys. Continue to join in. Thanks for all the love that you've shown thank my you. mother. Thank you. That thank you've you. shown me. Uh, I just couldn't say thank you enough. I really appreciate you guys for taking the time, spending thank an you. hour with us. Thank and you. And I hope that you were inspired. 
and you may have learned something and, and may have wanted to continue on in your own journey and continue to be great. Continue, continue to, to be, be a beast. Great. Yeah. Yes. And everything that you're doing, I'm praying for you all. I love you all. I appreciate you all. You guys are awesome and wonderful in your own right. Dream yes. on. Dreamers never yes. stop dreaming. As you can see, we have a living testimony right here yes. that it can be done as long as you continue and never stop. Yeah. Uh, and if you have any questions, don't be afraid to ask those questions. Send those questions out. If we can't get them answered now, we will have them answered at another time. Absolutely. Uh, and before you go, Mama, I'll have you, while we have these people's attention, what is one last thing you'd like to say before you go? Oh, my gosh. That um, we all have a purpose and a destiny. You, nobody is a mistake. God loves you. He wants the best for you. And the plan that he has for you is great. So don't quit. Don't quit on yourself. You can you keep moving forward and moving into your, your, your greatness. That's awesome. That's awesome. Destined to be great. As you know, I say that awesome. all the time. And I, as That's I right. said earlier, that if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. And it's That's still right. ongoing. So don't Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, I just want to thank you again, Mama. Thank everybody for joining in. Uh, we will be having this live available. I'll have it on my page in the next couple of days. Ain't that right, Pay? She's in here. And um, and uh, it'll be ready to go for those of you who just want to rewatch it or, or haven't watched it, or you tell your friends about it, that they can watch it as well. And it just will continue on. I thank you guys for joining in on my birthday. Yay. With my mama. Yay. Happy birthday to you. Mama's thank big you, boy mama. number one. Let's go. He's a go king. Go <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love y'all. Love you guys. Thank care. you so much. Yes, ma'am. I love you. Be love great. You, Be amazing. Dream more dreamers. Dream more dreamers. Yeah, man. So um, that was my mom. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, it. It was awesome for me. It was really an emotional roller coaster. I fought back tears a number of times because I'm not just going to give you all that satisfaction. And uh, from this point on, I'll be celebrating my birthday. So don't bother me or you can't bother me. I love y'all, man. I'm just messing with you. Uh, thanks again for joining in. You guys are awesome. Be great. Um, work towards your goals. Never stop. Um, and thanks for just spending time with me, man. And hear my mom, man. That's that's the that, like that's the epitome of me. You feel me? My pops passed away um, in 2006, so all I got is my mom and my my grandparents, and you know, and everything. Oh, Ron, I see you in here, yeah. And uh, hey, Auntie, shout out to everybody in here. Tara, thanks for the birthday gift. Laverne and Shirley, I see you. Um, uh, I got about a minute and some change left, so I'm just using it up, you know, for real, uh, for myself at this point, just to shout some of you guys out and thank you for joining in. Carmia Berry, thanks for joining in. Uh, Farai, uh, my sister-in-law, what's up, girl? Shall I see you? Uh, my aunt is in here. All my aunts, is in, well, two of my aunts is in here. Uh, who else is in here? There's a lot of y'all in here. Moss showed up. Uh, people from the crib showed up. Cliz in here. Lissette is in here. I appreciate your John. My boy John Doe is in here. Oh, man, Liz is in here. Y'all, just a lot of love, you know. Tate is in here. J Javan Wade. Cyborg is here. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a lot of love. Man. I appreciate all the love and positivity, you know what I mean? We're going to repel the negativity 
and continue to grow in positivity. Uh, thank you guys for joining this last minute. Just want to say I love y'all. Britt showed up. What up? Uh, the studio, bravo. Uh, man, it's just mad love, man. The Cannons is in here. Shout out. Uh, just shout out for all the love. Everybody that showed up, man. And, and I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Be great. Join in next week on my next uh, episode. We'll be having Yasmin Scarab, who was the star in my first, um, my first film that I wrote and directed, which is called Happy Valentine's Day, which is available on my website, www.llewellynradford.com. The link is in my bio. Um, shout out to my cousins is in here as well. And uh, check out the film. Yasmin Scarab will be up next week. Um, and uh, yeah, man, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Be great. Dream on dreamers. It's my birthday, yo. Turn up! <laughs>